Is this a stupid question to ask? Not tonight. You're not on the list. Hello, I'm Conor McLoon and welcome to the You're Not On The List podcast created for Rewind That Track, where I interview and dive deep into the lives of those in the music industry. From promoters and DJs to label owners and festival organisers, we take a look at the early life and careers of those in the music scene. My guest this week is founder of DJ Taxi. Now, for those that don't know, DJ Taxi is this one-of-a-kind mobile DJ booth, live streaming service and portable studio installed into a black cab. The cab is still drivable and it looks unreal. He's also a DJ and presenter at Flex FM and was present and on the demonstration at the Save Our Scene Rally in London this weekend just gone. It's Jamie Dabanino. During this episode, we discuss how lockdown basically paved the way for DJ Taxi, what hurdles you face when live streaming on the move, what it was like driving down as part of the demonstration with thousands of people around you, and whether DJ Taxi and Fake Taxi ever get confused. Our guest this week is founder of DJ Taxi, one of the most unique mobile recording studios and streaming setups I think I've ever seen. He's a DJ and presenter at Flex FM, a producer, and was present at the Save Our Scene demonstration in London this weekend just gone, which saw thousands of DJs, artists, and protesters dancing and partying in the capital. It's Jamie Dabernino. Oh, fuck's sake. Let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was going that was so, going well. so well. It was going. Yes. You were like, yes. you were gas. Go. Keep yes. going. Keep yes. going. Yes. It's Jamie Dabernino. Jamie, how's it going, mate? Yeah, really good, mate. Very good. A little bit tired after yesterday, but um, yeah. I was going to say, you've had a long weekend, so you were in amongst it and directly in the uh, Save Our Scene sort of demonstration slash party slash protest that was going on in London this weekend, weren't you? Yep, I was. And to be fair, I was pupping it just before we went in there. Like I was thinking, oh, <laughs> obviously when you see all the people and you think, right, okay. And it's my baby, obviously, the the cab. So, I mean, I built it myself. So yeah, I didn't want it to get scratched or harmed. And it didn't, it was perfect. So come out at the end of it, like, Perfect. So we, as we just touched on there, so DJ Taxi is what you took down to the uh, took down to the event. It's also the the like I said there, the, one of the most unique streaming services, one of the most unique sound recording booths, DJ sets, like production piece of equipment that I've seen. And it started thanks to lockdown this year, wasn't it? Yep, it was uh, back in June. Yeah, June June last year, the first lockdown when we when we locked down hard, um, and I was bored, <laughs> and uh, also I needed needed a way of uh, bringing in some income to stop my business from going under. Really, and it was a last ditch effort i used my bounce back loan actually uh, we used half of it um to invest in it and uh, just have one last kind of go at stopping the events business from going under so for people that might not have seen it it's basically a black cab that you were fully kitted out with a pair of cdjs in the back a mixer you've got sort of cameras all around in the back you've got mics in there you've got lighting uh you've got strobe lights and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well and, and you a smoke machine and a smoke <laughs> machine as well a, there and the for the vibes for the vibe yeah. and the atmosphere <laughs> yeah What's sort of been the most challenging thing, do you think, about, well, first of all, like what was the most challenging thing about creating that whole cab? I think the hardest part was probably getting the power supply right. When I say right, um, when you're using power inverters, if you uh, if it's not if it's not correct or if you're not spending enough money on them, if it's a cheap one, you'll get loads of feedback through the decks because it just it has to be really clean power. Obviously, all of this, when I built it, trial and error with Amazon, really, just buying more expensive ones and more expensive ones to, to get rid of feedback because if it's not clean power you get feedback for the decks that was probably the hardest thing to be fair like you said i suppose people especially if you're driving around as well while you're recording and running that 
people yeah might not think about how much power is being used and how much electricity is needed to mm. run all of that equipment in the cab obviously keep the cab going as well like mm. if you stop you don't want it to break down or stall or anything like that it runs off of obs as well isn't it which is like a, a streaming software well funnily enough i um i actually switched over they're, they're all pretty much the same i mean i use one called ecam um which is like a paid for it's for mac dedicated for mac and they've got support so if something goes wrong you can you can get hold of them whereas obs is just like they don't really have support. free software so it's free, exactly it? it's free software software but they're both pretty much they do exactly the same thing really um but yeah i just i just kind of moved over to ecamm um but i have i was having loads of problems with uh, with webcams well not with webcams as such it was um it was more gopros uh, i don't know if i can slag them off but i went and bought <laughs> i wanted to upgrade obviously from 1080 right the webcam uh, to gopro um because the problem is it, during the daytime you get uh, loads of glare webcams hate sunlight so like i normally record at night and especially at the beginning of the year like it's it obviously the, the the sun the sun goes down a lot a lot um a lot quicker so like you could you've got loads of time to record at night and everyone wants to record at night kind of the lights kick off like it looks it looks better but if i want to do a day recording i kind of can't with a webcam um i even struggled on the uh on the rally um well on the march because every it, it, it was daytime it was like i think it was like from about 12 i started recording 12 one o'clock um so yeah yeah, you, you probably notice if you look at the videos, I haven't released them yet, but when they start going out, you'll, you'll see some glare. But because I haven't been able to get the GoPros working, uh, I spent loads of money. Well, the technical support is useless, basically, and just can't get them working. Um, they're supposed to, you're supposed to be able to literally plug it in as a webcam. That doesn't work. So then when I, I went out and bought some more equipment to kind of, what's it, capture cards, you, you probably know yourself, bought capture card and it still doesn't work. So it's just ironing out. You know, you're just constantly hitting hitting walls, and it's just trial and error, and trial and error. The way. Really. But like you said, it's such a unique concept that I suppose there's not even like a really a rule book, is there? To be no, honest, like no, there there isn't. I mean, I've got pals obviously in the industry, like videographers, like for videos that have helped me out. But even sometimes they're they're stumped because it should technically work. You should be able to plug it in, and there's a little gremlin somewhere in the computer that's stopping it. Or do you know what I mean? And it's just it's just so frustrating, especially when you're spending money. You just, I mean, to be honest, when I upgraded to the GoPro. I upgraded and uh, I had a stream that night and I, I tested it and it all seemed to be working and I went out to do this live stream so it was a live stream and it just started going mad like we're in the, this is on a live stream so someone's obviously scheduled it and said right we're gonna go in live at this time so it's important that it's important it goes out recording yeah. so it doesn't matter but obviously when someone's going live you've got to be reliable because it's a service at the end of the day um and yeah and it, it just wouldn't work so then obviously the fiasco started from there and yeah it's just back and forth with gopro and i still haven't got it working but hopefully in a yeah hopefully i'll get it done in in a week i definitely want it done in a week because uh i, I made some amazing contacts on that on that march put, put it that way i've got some massive artists like lined up so they're going to be in the back massive, so say, yeah say yeah. when everything is say if it all does go to plan like technologically i'm talking yeah everything's working the batteries will work and everything like that mm. what how who can you accommodate in the back of the cab sort of like how many people can how you many fit people into um you can fit three at a squeeze um i've had three pretty big people in there i won't insult them i won't say names but yeah <laughs> big people in the back and uh, yeah you can you can fit in there um i mean it's i've had like dj mc combos for me are the best because the dj sorry the mc can actually play they can play to whoever's outside of the cab people lose yeah. their minds do you know what i mean it's that is for me is the best i think the best one so far pretty much was uh hatcher and sharky p 
um, when I had them together because that was for Sam Divine and friends, and she she bought them in. But just like I like my garage as well, and it was just it was wicked. Like it was just so cool, and it was so it was actually everyone was surprised how good it sounded because it was the first time I'd recorded an MC like through it and it was just sounded like it was done in a studio and it kind of shocked me you know i was like wow and everyone's like okay this sounds and it looks really good but as the sound was really really clear um, have you had any, any of the mc spitting bars around taxis like any change any of their bars or any unique mate, uh, yeah go watch the video <laughs> go, watch, go watch the videos but yeah they do and i love it like especially the hologram sessions um hologram sessions when the mcs do that like obviously charlotte says yeah obviously shout out so and so so and so and they do and it's basically i've got dub plates like every every hologram sessions every, every artist that comes in they they obviously they sing over their tune and then they change it they normally she plays the instrumental and then obviously they they MC over the top of it, and then yeah they they change the lyrics and it's great. And then I rip that, <laughs> I can use it as a dub plate. <laughs> so one thing just to, so I was going to bring up there as well the hologram session. So what you had there mm. was you had uh, a DJ in the back, Charlotte Devaney, yeah, um, DJing, mm-hmm. and then throughout the video you would have, which I thought was absolutely genius, you would have uh, an MC which would appear to the left of her in the cab mm. as a hologram. So obviously. Shit, because of I'm assuming because of uh, like lockdown and and because of how close everyone could be, yeah. that was sort of a way to work around where you could have different artists and different DJs mm-hmm. appearing in the same video, appearing mm-hmm. on the same set, but obviously not being in breach of like these corona exactly. sort of lockdown. When it was really tough, obviously when it was super, yeah, super super tough lockdown, then yeah, obviously that was perfect. Um, but yeah, that's to be honest, it wasn't that wasn't my idea. Um, she was doing the hologram sessions before um, in a bedroom and like in studios and different places, um, but then. I think I, I can't remember. I think I reached out to her and I was like, Are you interested in, in jumping in the cab? And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then she was like, Oh yeah, why don't we do a hologram sessions? And, um, yeah, it kind of, it went from there. Funny enough, she lives five minutes around the corner from me, literally five minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> and I did, yeah, I didn't have a clue. Um, yeah. So, uh, and also her, um, uh, long-term boyfriend is Fabio, Fabio and Groove Rider. Um, yeah. and like when I was in her house, like all of a sudden he walked in, I'm like, what, <laughs> you know, like, you, like, <laughs> no like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's interesting that she lives so, so close by, but it's a lot of work. It's an awful lot of work, you know, it's, it's not, it, it, and I mean, I won't give away secrets, but it, it's, it's stationary that some people, most people don't realize they don't know. Um, but it's, it's all recorded stationary and it's all superimposed. The, the guy behind it is actually her manager. The guy that does all the, the videography is a G. They call, we call him the wizard because, I mean, <laughs> it takes a lot, you know, and uh, that's Joe, Joe Kitchener. His name is, is um, yeah, really, really nice guy, but he works really hard. But, yeah, uh, it takes him about, oh, well, it takes weeks to do it, really. But hours-wise, yeah. I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours of editing. It's just... Yeah, and it looks fantastic, and it was so eye-catching and so like oh, I've never seen anything like it before, and and obviously taking advantage and just just rolling with the punches and working around sort of the uh, restrictions that were like put on us at the time. How do you get internet for the streaming? I so when I do, like, yeah, no, when I do do the live streaming, it's just a an EE router because I mean I'm in with three network on my mobile and it's crap. <laughs> I <Yeah>. think everyone, <laughs> I think everyone says the same thing. Um, but yeah, and you just wirelessly hotspot it. Um, yeah, yeah, just wirelessly hotspot. I mean, to be honest, mate, when when I do the live streams like they very rarely go down i mean if you go there's there's one place in clapham like that i know you know what i mean you get to know places that, yeah. that but it's very rarely very rarely it goes down if it does it's for it's literally for a matter of like 10 seconds it is strong if i really like if i really want to get serious there are products that you can buy it's about 300 quid for like there's basically something that, that uses two sim cards you put two sim cards in and it switches right. between when it senses one 
one goes dropping low, out, one so drops out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but and you can go like you can go crazy and spend thousands. Like, because my mate he's a producer at BBC, and like you know, I go just go to everyone like that I know in the industry who's like kind of specialist in what they do, and just get little kind of tips. And that's kind of kind of how I built the cab, really. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Often DJs can struggle to do something different and original with their live streams. I spoke to Jamie about what sparked the idea for DJ Taxi. And so just to touch it, just to sort of throw it back all the way to the start mm. with you, mate. How did sort of, uh, how did DJ Taxi formulate? Like what was sort of your uh, route into the music industry that made you turn out obviously like into lockdown where you suddenly decided to like have a mobile streaming service and a mobile mm. recording studio? Um, I, yeah, I think obviously like, like I think with every DJ, um, the only way of them to get out to their well, to their not customers, to their fans, um, was to do live streaming. A lot of people hadn't done it before. I don't, I'm just trying to think. I don't think, I mean, I've been on a live stream before, but I've never set mm. one up before. And I think it was the same with everyone. I mean, at the beginning of lockdown, you went on Amazon, you couldn't buy webcams. Like obviously it wasn't just DJs, but, but it was like obviously everyone wanted to talk with their families and stuff. But then even the things like the little cables that you, you needed, the road, there's like road does this little, I think it's an SC4 or something, little cables that convert, you, you know what I mean? That convert the, um, the audio, like to, to get, obviously get it into your, get it into your computer. They sold out. So you couldn't get them. So you couldn't do live streams. So, like there were so many problems then you've got the hurdle of obviously you've got you've got to buy the webcams then you've got obviously sort the software out that you've never used and then there'd be problems then also like most djs they've only got controllers at home they don't have mm. like they'll have a basic controller nobody i know like, i don't know a handful of djs that have got like a nexus setup at home expensive basic kit when I mean. you start it's, putting them all together it's grand so you're not gonna and what's the point really like if you're even even like seasoned djs they don't have them because if you're playing out on them every weekend um or every day or whatever you uh, and they're at the clubs why buy them what's the mm. point what's the point just buy an rx2 you know um so obviously i had that anyway because of my events company so it kind of yeah but but let me just I, i'll go back to obviously the original question like what kind of inspired me it was it was just the the fact that i had such a it was such a ball ache setting up the live streams that i thought right okay i can make something i want to make something that that can bring it to your door um and also just make it let's just make it easy like bring it to your door make it easy you don't have to worry about anything and the the point is it's viral something that's viral and i'd say the person who inspired me is suat like because you, you, you yeah, exactly oh, yeah like, suat, you, exactly yeah, fantastic guy and, um yeah yeah and he was down at the march and he's just the, the guy is just unbelievable like he's just he's brilliant like he's so 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 funny. for people that might not be aware Sua is uh, is a dj who uh, also does um sort of mobile streaming as well mm. but he's got a, a contraption that he's fitted to him so it's sort of like it's got shoulder supports he's got a um he's got a uh, pioneer uses, I think, yeah, yeah. rx2 that obviously you can just it's a it's a standalone system that you can just plug your usbs in and then i think he might must have like a jbl speaker or something um, yeah he's got a couple of jbl speakers and uh and obviously a battery like a battery of some sort i don't know but obviously a small like kind of bike battery or something yeah I was going to say, it's a pretty heavy rig to, uh, it's going to be quite physically fit to uh, to be doing those hour and a half sets bowling around the UK. uh, Yeah, 100%. So obviously, like I saw that and and he's gone from obviously bedroom DJ to doing that. And you look at him now, like he's he's on, he's on every festival lineup, you know, he's getting booked left, right and centre. He's the hottest property in, in, I'd say, 
right, maybe not the hottest property in Dancemere, but he's massive. He's huge. Mm. Um, and everyone loves him. You know, I mean, you should have seen, you should have seen it at the March. Like everyone's running up to him, hugging him. Like, I've got to jump out of the cab. I mean, we've met before, um, but yeah, like he's just, he's, the energy he gives off is just incredible. Like, I've never seen anything like it, you know? Um, but obviously the difference is he does that to propel himself out there and my God, it's worked, you know? And I thought, well, if I can do something, to help people as well, to help people propel themselves out there because everyone's stuck in their bedroom. No one really wants to see someone playing in their bedroom on a control. It's, it's not, you know, it's not entertaining. It's when you've got lights and stuff, like obviously these big DJs, they hire out a studio. They've got hundred moving heads around them and strobe lights and God knows what. And it, it just kind of gets people hooked and it just, yeah. Mm. So they will sit and they watch the stream. But if you're playing from your bedroom with a crappy quality camera and crap sound, you're just going to switch off. So that's what kind of gave me the idea. Um, and also it's, it's another thing. It's like DJ lessons. It's not just obviously the streaming. You've got mobile, truly mobile DJ lessons. Um, I don't think anyone, I mean, yes, you can go to pirate studios and have someone come with you, but yeah, there's nothing that you can actually literally bring to your door. It bring the deck. Yeah, literally door. drive up to their door. That's what like I mean. Delivery of, and, uh, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And also mobile. surprise people because people love like, even like myself, like people often buy DJ lessons as a surprise for their girlfriend, boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. But obviously an added surprise is having a taxi pull up outside. So people don't know what's going on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, so like they think it's super cool and, yeah, but um, yeah. So there's there's a few there's quite a few different avenues you can go down. It's like the, with the taxi, and it's the whole the performance aspect of it. Like like with what happened obviously on the march. Like it, to be honest, I was I got drowned out on the march. It's not like compared to all the other systems there. Right. But if there's if it's quiet and if I'm driving through, it's loud. You know, if the doors are I, open, I watched some of the videos online. The sound system is you've got a uh, I can't remember the brand of it. What's it's the brand that you speakers? It's all Focal. Um, and I deliberately chose Focal because it's it's studio standard stuff so um, i chose vocal because uh, a lot of djs and producers are used to seeing it in studios um so it's, it's really high quality stuff and they will see it in like high-end studios so for bring that into the cab and they feel like they're in a studio and it kind of made sense and everything yeah everything is it's all branded it's all vocal and it, it is a brilliant system i've had i mean i've been into car audio since i was like 18 since i had my first car i think i had like my first car i put a sound system in it before i even had my license yeah. So like the day that I passed, you know, I was driving was around like banging. Exactly, really yeah. So like I've always loved it. And it's funny because it kind of got passed down from my mum. It's the same thing. Like it's she's like, they've always gone like back in the day, they've gone and bought a new car and they've just taken it to a car audio shop, stripped all the speakers out and put Alpine Straight in it. You know what I mean? Straight away. In the essentials. Like, but obviously not, the not like subs. Obviously I'm like bass heavy, but like they're like, obviously like, don't like the bass too much. But yeah, like they just they just put like obviously all, all top, top end stuff in. And I, I've been like, I've had like thousands of watts of bass in cars, you know, so it literally like the windows wobble, you know, like, but yeah, I've calmed it down. Obviously with the cat with the cab, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I want to, I want to make it a bit loud like the bass. But to be honest, like the people in the back, it, it's, it, won't get, it won't be comfortable for them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's got there's a limit, and it's a limit, especially if you've got the windows shut or the windows open as well. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. I think it's just a perfect balance, really, for everyone because it's obviously a little bit louder up the front because the subs next to me on my left, um, so I get it a little bit louder than the people in the back, but you still get the pressure because um, even with the like on, on the march, um, people were sticking their head in and they were like, "Wow, like this." Do you know what I mean? It thumps. Uh, but from outside, because it's soundproofed, I soundproofed the whole thing as well. So when the windows are up and if it's at full pelt, obviously you'll hear a bit of a you'll hear a bit of a, of a thump. But it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like wow, that's loud. But as soon as you drop the windows down, that's when it's really loud. Um, so yeah, it kind of works in both ways. If you want to be loud, you can be loud. You don't want to be loud, you don't have to. If you're doing a DJ lesson, it's pretty well kind of isolated. 
Um, so yeah, it's great. It might seem like a silly question, but mm. I know it's got branding all around the outside. Have you yeah. ever heard anyone think it was a black cab? Hundred percent, especially when people are pissed up. Like obviously, yeah. when they're completely blind drunk, they like, you know, just stick their hand up. Um, yeah. And I've had people like try. I've had someone get in because the thing is, like with cabs, you you obviously you can lock the door like any car, but they are actually open all the time because that's what people normally do. They normally mm. just jump in. And then you have a chat, like, well, they have a chat and see if they want to take them where they want to go. But yeah, I've had people like jump in. I've had someone like smack his leg on it because obviously you've got the, where the where the uh, the coffin is, obviously where the decks go. Like normally you can just jump straight into a cab, but that's kind of in the way. So, so if you don't realize think, you jump, yeah, exactly. Especially when it's when it's dark. But they must you, think, fucking hell, these black cabs have got a bit better, haven't they? Yeah, got yeah. equipment, everything in there now. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, um, but it's very funny because people don't see the thing is with a cab. If you're next to it, right, you'll hear the music going, but you won't. Have a clue the decks are in there because they sit below the line of the window but when bus drivers come beside me or or lorries like van drivers and they're slightly raised up they go mad they go mad because they can see what's in it people don't realize what's in it it's exactly the same as uh, the march as well um they like people didn't realize like they thought okay yeah right it's a cab making a bit of noise there was smoke shit like a bit of smoke coming out of it but when yeah. they when they realize the decks are inside they lose their mind like they were losing their mind yesterday it was so nice to see like people and then they were kind of like oh my god like they're just coming up hugging me and like spudding like it was just yeah it was it was unreal it was unreal so who did you uh, who did you manage to uh, have in the cab yesterday then at the march? Right, so yeah, yesterday was uh, I'm trying to think who I started off with. So uh, that's it. So first people I, it was unplanned was I saw um, Junior Windross. And then he was like, oh, Leo, can I jump in? And then I said, yeah, does your dad want to jump in? Obviously, Norris, the boss, um, jump in. And then they both jumped in for about, but his dad, obviously, the way you sit, uh, it could, it's, it's not good for your back, put it that way, if you're if you're yeah. older. It's not a great angle, but obviously, you're not supposed to be DJing a cab. So. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he jumped <laughs> out. But, exactly, you got to make do. So I had, I had um, obviously, Norris, the boss, back to back with Junior Windross. Then I had um, Charlie T from Kiss 100, back to back with Ben Malone. I know Ben Malone quite well. Um, so they jumped in um then i had uh, sam supplier back to back with suny um and i had my mate shane fernandez i had a couple of backup say backup djs but obviously my mates that were there that would just fill in and also um solly dj solly from flex so he was like a kind of backup presenter if, if i needed to do any interviews off the cuff but the thing is it was um I had a few, I had a, an interviewer as well. Like she, she came and did an interview with Fat Tony um, and also did an interview with Charlie T um, as well. But they're all going to be broadcast probably in the next day or so. Um, I was so busy today. I was just, it's trying to get everything out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I struggled. I'm going to have to do it tonight, probably during my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> so I uploaded everything last night, but I just didn't get it, get, get a chance to get it out. But yeah, you're. You'll be able to see them all. Um, and what was the uh, what was the craziest thing you think you witnessed yesterday at the march? There was obviously thousands and thousands of people there. You drive in. I mean, mm. are you like you said? It's your baby, so you've got to be a little bit conscious of thinking this is fantastic, but also thinking, yeah, Christ like, alive, get away like, from please it. Please no, don't, no, don't, don't, yeah, please don't mean, do anything. Uh, one, see, there's there were certain points to be fair because like we were up the back, so the smaller trucks. So the way it worked, the the main stages, the the main stage was up the front. Then there was probably about a fifty meter gap, maybe a bit more, um, and then you had stage two. Um, 
um, which was another lorry, like with a big brig on. Uh, and then you had the smaller ones. So you had like, uh, was it Land Rover Defenders um, that have kind of been chopped and like you've got a DJ booth on and had they hanging speakers on. And then I was like in the middle of them. And also behind me was probably the loudest one, one of the loudest smaller ones. It was a, a van called Home Base. Home Base. I yeah, saw the video literally it, yeah. on Instagram today, the drum and bass ones. Yeah, I mean, the sound quality wasn't great, but it was loud. When I say it was loud, it was like blow your head off, you know, like and it yeah. was playing jump up. So all the kids were going mental. Like they were skanking yeah. out. Like I could see in my mirror, they were going mad. Um, it was great. Like it was cool. But obviously I kind of got drowned out a bit because mine isn't, you know, it's not, it's not as powerful. It's not there for the sound now, of outside. It's there yeah, for the, but to be yeah. fair, like I was, I was toying with the idea of getting, like use putting some of my PA on it and, and putting a generator, but I was like, mm, I, I don't know. And it was, it was, it was also time constraints, you know, like it was just, I didn't have time to do it like off the cuff. It was so like, obviously it was organized really like, very quickly. last minute. Wasn't it a big yeah, turnaround? It was, yeah, exactly. It was organized very quickly and it was put, we put it out there. Sure. We put speakers on it and I'd rather, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly and I will do it properly. Um, so obviously I'm going to, I'm going to like fabricate, get something to fabricate something nice that looks good. I don't want it. Didn't want to ratchet down speakers onto the top of it. And you know, cause it ruins it for pictures and, and things like that. So I thought, no, let's just leave it, leave it as it is. And it, it was still good. Um, and also to be honest, if the more speakers it's got on it, the more people you're going to have around it. And the louder it is, you're going to get obviously all the messages <laughs> like going crazy around it. And that's when it will yeah, start getting. And that's when you will get a, a window smashed or whatever by accident. No, yeah, well, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it was perfect. It was just a perfect balance, really. Um, so yeah, it was, it was all, it was all good in the end. What's, uh, what's one of the sort of, you, you might want to talk about, it, you might not. What's sort of like one of the worst things that's happened while you've been driving or while someone's been DJing in the back there? Has there sort of been any sort of like spilt stuff or any pranks or any, well, any fun, sort of Funnily enough, I was watching I was watching the video back last night of um, Charlie T and Ben Malone. And uh, he, it's so funny. He dropped a little bit of drink, just a little bit. But like his face, like he knew he'd done that. <laughs> On and the he deck, tries, or... yeah, no, no, on the seat. But like when right, he done right, it, right. like you know, he was trying to do it on the slide. But I'm gonna, I want to make one of those videos, you know, that guys does that reaction wing? videos. Yeah, you that yeah. wing, and it zooms yeah, yeah. in. Uh, I've, I've, I should do the that. sound from Metal Gear Solid, isn't it? Like, that's the, the one. Effect, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. I've got. A, I'm crap. I'm, I'm not. I'm no good at editing videos. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I may be pass on that one. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna say to him, "Oi, um, don't." But yeah, no. To be honest, <laughs> send like, him an invoice. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, nothing. I mean, to be honest, like nothing dramatic, dramatic has happened. No, to nobody's really done anything. Nobody's really broken anything. Um, no, I've been lucky, pretty much. I mean, and the cab as well. His cab's been uh, the cab's been actually pretty reliable. Um, yeah, I was going to say no breakdowns or punctures, like you said. There, uh, or... No, I, yeah, God knows how I didn't get a puncture. I mean, there might be a super slow puncture out there, um, but that I don't know about yet. But to be honest, but then again, you think right, black taxis—they're constantly driving around the streets of central London. There's beer bottles everywhere on the curbs, and they're constantly popping them. So I suppose they are made tires are probably a bit more robust. Kind of, yeah, a bit more robust. But yeah, Absolutely it, was, it was it was all good. Um, yeah, no no major issues. Uh, mechanically after the success across the last 12 months i wanted to see what ideas jamie had for the future of the brand what's the uh, what's the future then for, for dj taxi like what is, what's the uh, next steps right so yeah for the future dj taxi um at the moment i'm actually talking to a few different well to a few different countries people in different countries i've got a good mate in amsterdam um he's a dj and a promoter uh, he wants me to build in one uh, and send it out there but obviously we're franchise it so i'll be branded as dj taxi uh, obviously dj taxi dot um 
I don't know what the Netherlands is. What's the what's the prefix? What's the uh, thing dot, at the uh, end? Dot, we're, dot, we're showing dot, our ignorance dot, here, dot, like, of not no geography. Yeah. Don't worry, doesn't matter. So yeah, and then we've got also, and also there's a company in Australia as well um, that, that I've, I've inquired it about shipping shipping one over to there as well. So it's really franchising it, um, and I can imagine like imagine one in Ibiza. Um, yeah, I, oh, mean, I imagine a fleet the, of them. Like you said, you could get them yeah. rented out. Like if you could franchise them, uh, it would be yeah, it'd be fantastic. Mm. I mean, somewhere like Ibiza would be perfect for it. You could literally park up all along the seafront and uh, all the different clubs outside and getting people to do sets. Like oh, exactly, the DJs out there. There's such a small, concentrated place. You know, like yes. it'd be cool. But yeah, that's that's a I'll say it's a dream. But I mean, I want to do it. Like if it wasn't for COVID and all the restrictions and stuff, I, I'd definitely think about driving it over. But again, it's a long long way like, it is a long way to a beaver um how long does it take you so from when you first bought the taxi mm. to when you were like basically ready to do your first yeah. stream and first get so what was the time frame between that i mean i think i spent on average i think it was a hundred i worked out kind of about a hundred hours a hundred man hours um so what if you, if you work that out let's just say you're doing six hour days yeah quick maths for a couple of weeks so it's not like yeah. not major that not because i've done it before because i've done it before like the next one's going to be a lot, lot faster because now I know. Yeah. Obviously, it was it was a trip into the unknown before, but now I know my way around it. Um, so yeah, it's easy, and also it's it's because I made it and I built it from the ground up. If anything goes wrong with it, which funny enough, nothing has. But if if something like fuses blow or if the sound starts playing up, normally I know how to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just it, so if I do take it to another country, the issue is if you don't know how to fix something, you're you're looking. Do you know what I mean? You, you're screwed really like mm. you're in trouble if you get to a beef and then something blows up you you can't fix it you can't take it to the guy that <laughs> the guy that made it um so yeah i'm lucky in that sense one final question uh because I'm, I'm conscious that obviously you've uh you've got your radio show i've got to leave at half got to leave at half past nine so I'm, I'm um has anybody got it confused with fake taxi yet of course a hundred percent mate to be fair like everyone like i I kind of riding off the back of that as well i mean obviously when you said oh what gave you inspiration like i mean uh, i was like yeah watching too much porn and suet like the fusion of the two (laughs) wow what a combo what a combo that is (laughs) but um yeah no it's um yeah loads of people and apparently i look like the guy like there's a guy called dave or something i don't know and everyone goes no some people go dave Dave, like I get, I get so many people at the, at the march yesterday. Like everyone was like pissed up, like hey, fake taxi until they realise obviously what what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I did. Like, yeah, there was a lot of people in the back of that cab. Yeah, Must be a good yeah. Episode. Well, I tell you what, this is funny. This is because um, and Alan Fitz. So basically, Alan Fitzpatrick and eats everything. They were supposed to do a back to back in it yesterday. Um, eats didn't didn't manage to make it down, and Alan Fitzpatrick. I mean, it was like. It was chaos yesterday. You know, people can get on the vans and stuff. So, like, set times went out the window. All of my set times, like the times I was going to have people in, they went out the window. But when I was talking to uh, Alan originally, um, and Fitzpatrick, he said, uh, "Oh yeah, my mate Ronnie Spateri wants wants to jump in as well." And I said, "I dropped a message saying I've never had a three way in the back of it." <laughs> like, <laughs> cough hashtag face to fake taxi, and he was like, he said, "Oh, you, he was like laughing, he sent me a voice voice note." But yeah. Uh, fake taxi comes up all the time mate um it does that's good to know it's good to know that that's not just where my brain went and went is this a stupid question to ask no i'll tell you another thing this is quite funny as well i actually got um got approached by he's a promoter 
I won't mention that he's a promoter, but he's actually in the uh, porn industry as well. And he he, he hit me up. And he's a music he's, promoter. Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's a he's a um, he's a he's a event promoter. Um, right. Okay. Based in Maidstone. <laughs> I'm narrowing it down. Narrowing it down. <laughs> it down. Um, yeah. So basically, he he said to me, um, "Do you?" He's like, "Oh, do, do you know what I do?" And I thought, "What a weird question." He's like, yeah, I mean, I'm in the porn industry. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Like, well, well, so yeah, go on, go on. And uh, he was like, well, what, how do you feel about um, doing a doing a stream? So we will pick up a we we'll pick up like a famous DJ, um, and that DJ would have been uh, Low Stepper. It hasn't happened yet. It might happen. I don't know. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's a mate of it. So pick up Low Stepper, uh, have him do his set, and it'd be a complete surprise. We get two of the girls from Fake Taxi. He actually knows them. Like, we get them to jump in. Like while he's DJing, complete surprise. Obviously, probably scantily clad, not naked, but scantily yeah. clad, and then be like, "Oh shit, we got in the wrong cab." <laughs> that would be uh, absolutely that, exactly. unreal. That's gold. That would be uh, yeah, so good gold. for viral, well, so good for online. That's, that's what I mean. And but I mean, it hasn't happened yet. But I, I think I maybe should. Oh, have, mate, you've got to make sure that happens. That I, is. I'm a little bit. I'm just a little bit reserved. You know, what I mean, I don't want to blur blur the lines too much. But yeah, yeah, no, it would be hilarious. It would be for uh, would be for viral brilliant. content. Yeah, absolutely. But and I can see nod. why you might. It's a nod as well. It is a nod to fake taxi. You know, I can't deny it. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> it's got some part to play. Put it that way. <laughs> right, mate. Well, I'm going to be keeping an eye out on uh, on social feeds uh, just to see that pop up in the next six months because that would do absolutely incredible bits online. Yeah, that hopefully be that'd fantastic. be the only thing popping up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, no better way with that dad joke and that terrible pun to finish the uh, to finish the podcast episode. Jamie, thank you very much, mate, for, uh, yeah, for taking the time to uh, chat today. Pleasure. Listen, mate, I've told you once, I've told you twice. You know what I'm on the list. All right, all right.